1: Listening to the KSR Football Podcast.
0: Welcome into the KSR Football Podcast presented by Justice Dental, the only place you should get your teeth looked at in Lexington. They've got two locations, one in Blazer, one in Wellington. Your one-stop shop for all your dental needs, whether crowns, fillings, emergency dental work, or you just need checkup. You know, they're quick in and out, the best place to get your teeth checked out go tell doc thompson you heard about us on ksr football podcast i'm nick roush with freddie maggard drew franklin and uh, a new podcaster he's new to the game Um, and i think this is where we grade him harshly it's a good time for midterm grades and i think this is where max duffy is going to rubber's going to meet the road And you're going to learn what it's really like to podcast now. Thanks for having
1: me. It's a a privilege to be here. It's uh, nice to be on the second best podcast that uh, KSR's got behind Pin It Deep.
0: There you go. (laughs) There you go. How has the podcasting life been? Has it lived up to all of your wildest dreams?
1: Uh, I never really dreamt about podcasting, to be honest, too much. But, uh, no, it's been good. It's been good fun. It's good just to talk to the guys on the team because I don't get to see them as much anymore. So we had Luke in yesterday. The Luke episode just came out today and we got to sit here and talk to him for an hour and it was cool because i hadn't seen luke in ages yeah he's busy you know going to class busy winning games (laughs) winning football games remington
2: (laughs) award watch just came out today and he's on it it. oh nice
3: he's
1: super annoyed he didn't make the fca good works team whatever it's called because it's 30 grand per person and uh horsey got it he made it last year the last year before they started Uh giving out money uh Which, yeah, like that's the that's the college
0: football and, word you want to win. And he
1: was saying like Courtney Loves won it twice, and well, he would have had sixty grand oh if my it was the Cleveland Yeah,
0: man,
2: wow. life has changed.
1: Yeah,
0: Freddie, you didn't get any get awards. You, the Rotary Club pat, pat on the
2: back. Yeah, we got thirty dollars every Friday to eat on because our dining facility was shut down. Oh, so you had to survive two days <laughs> on thirty dollars. Times have changed.
0: You know what? That was probably good money back in those days. I was going to say, back in the early <laughs> 1900s, that was well,
2: pretty good. You probably got a fair few meals. <laughs> uh, Gaddy Town was, was a must-go to because of oh, the buffet. Oh, yeah, yeah. You take those call. little bags and sneak pizza you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. home with you. That was a must. I bet the U.K. football team could put away some all-you-can-eat pizza no they matter used, the year. They used to have a pizza-eating contest in the pre, for preseason camp on TV every year when I
1: was there. Oh, they got to bring that back. Yeah. Well, the the boys now on Sundays, Will Levis takes the whole O line to Malones, and they their bill is about two grand each night, I think. So oh they man. just go to town on it. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. I I don't know if it's as nice as Josh Pascal's new ride. Have you seen Josh's I new ride? I haven't seen it firsthand, but I saw the picture he posted. Yeah, What's he got? I'm so jealous. He,
0: he's got the Porsche deal too. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. Who, Who else am? got it? Uh, it looked like
1: basketball it was, player, Tata Washington.
0: Looks like it was
3: one from each, which is good, because the basketball one was news first, and then it's good to know Pascal got well,
0: it. Well, it's good to
2: know that Josh Pascal's actually earned his. Yeah, jo-
0: Josh, <laughs> d- Josh didn't, like, blow it up on Twitter or anything, so people didn't freak out. He just slid it on his Instagram. That's awesome. And I like his a lot more, too. Like, it's a lot sleeker. So, so I've noticed the new thing. I'm not a big, like, fancy car guy. The new fancy sedans, Drew, they look like – Almost crossover SUVs. It's really weird, really clunky. Josh has got uh like I mean it's a badass sports car. Oh yeah. Thing looks like it can if you take it on the bluegrass parkway, I bet you can
3: Like said, good like Freddie said, you know, he deserved it too. He's he's give I him think, all
0: the
1: SUVs. I think he's earned the uh
2: Wow, I just I'm looking at it now.
0: It's
1: pretty sharp well, cause, ain't it? Cuz Josh got the Porsche, but Wandale did the deal with Paul Miller Ford or whatever, yeah. and he said he didn't get a car and he's pissed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's like,
1: "Where's my Ford?" If Josh is getting a Porsche and I'm doing a yeah, deal with you seriously. guys where's my Ford. Where'd it go
2: Josh. You got to so get
1: like the 150
0: him. or something yeah. if you're Wandale. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, but we're not here to talk nil deals, we're here to talk about Kentucky's upcoming game with Mississippi State. And when we're talking about Mississippi State, the first thing we got to talk about is how terrible of a play Starkville, Mississippi is. Um, so, <laughs> Drew, I know that you I were, we
3: were going to lead with this. You
0: were on their bad side, or you went back on their good side. But let's get back on their bad side because Starkville sucks. Wait, when did I go on their good side? Well, I thought that it was maybe like an olive branch was passed down. Well, the, the
3: mayor asked to, sh- to, you know, what can we do to change your mind? and I was like nothing. <laughs> so I mean, there was an olive branch extended, but I, I'm pretty set. You snapped in it. it over your thigh. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty set <laughs> in it being the 14th best city in the SEC.
0: Oh, man. Uh,
1: Max, you had to kick a football down there, didn't you? I did. Uh, we got smacked. I was saying on our other podcast, we went down there with the worst Q- the QB with the worst QBR rating in the history of college football with Sawyer Smith, oh, God, that was and he mad. was hurt and banged up, um, and then we also got into a fight with the Mississippi State Band. And then it turned into a Twitter war and I ended up getting a call from Mitch Barnhart saying, take the stuff down. Oh, It was a big, it was big because yeah. Chance Four started kicking footballs in between their band. And <laughs> so their band started tweeting at us and then we tweeted back at them a couple of times. And uh, I got the password for the UK specialist Twitter removed from me because of my <laughs> rebuttals to the Mississippi State band. Didn't. Didn't you get in a little tussle before the Penn State game? Something happened down there? We got into a fight before the Penn State game, too, yeah.
3: So it's not a Mississippi State problem. It's more of a U.K. specialist problem. Yeah, it might be a Max Stuffy (laughs) problem, too. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: But, yeah, I'm not fond of that place because when I went there, we got our asses kicked.
0: Yeah, and it's been kind of a theme. I believe the last three meetings have been decided by 26.3 points on average, but who's counting? Uh, It's been ugly. And I think you have to go back to Mark Stoops' first game at Starkville, when Dan Mullen was there, and they recovered an onside kick with Jalen Whitlow, but it got called back because of an offsides. That was a Thursday night game, and I think that's the closest game in Starkville since 2009, which is or 2008. 2008. Excuse me. I, I was there
3: in 2008. I love telling the story. We won because they missed the extra point when they scored a game tying touchdown. So the score was 14-13. Oh. Should have been 14-14. You keep playing football, and, and that, they missed. Yeah, that's how Kentucky won. But that night at the bars in Starkville, I asked some Mississ- Mississippi State fans if they want an extra point shot. And they said, of course, and I buy a round of shots. And as they go to take it, I just take my full arm and club all of their shot
2: glasses <laughs> on the ground and started a riot. And so that's your extra point shot. Well, I'm going to be the contrarian here. I like Starkville. So I, I, I do. I, I like the small town, country town kind of feel that it's got. Uh, I always did like Starkville. Do you like the Cowbells too? No, no, that, that that's annoying. But I do – like I like uh, Oxford, Starkville, Auburn. I like the little small towns like that. I,
3: I do love Oxford and Auburn and any other small town. It's just Starkville for me. And really just Mississippi State overall, I've really grown to just like –
0: the part that I didn't understand when I went—I love their I,
3: baseball team. I, I also, they do
0: have a good ba- and great facilities. Yeah. I just—I remember going down there and I was like, you know, first time at every college town. I need to stay in the town so I can go out and do and see and see the sights. Whenever whatever game that was, we got our teeth kicked in. You know, it was like forty-five to seven or something. I think that might have been the game that Vince, like, was screaming and you could hear it through Stoops' press conference. Yeah. And I remember being like so. Where do we Where do we go out afterwards? And they're like, "What do you mean?" It's like, <laughs> like you you go to a bar to drink after a football game. They're like, "There, are there's not like that's not a thing." And it's like, wait, wait, wait. You don't have a ba- like. This is a college town, right? No, there's no we we don't go to the bars to like there. There are no bars. And then I I've got a crew of friends who are coming going down to the game this weekend. They're like, all right, Rash. Where's the spots? And I'm like, that, your hotel room.
3: The first time I went in 2008, we went out, uh, we did the, I I was uh, young and getting after it back then, unlike currently. And, you know, we did the drink around the house, play a little beer pong before we go to the bars. And when we got to the bars, they had already last called. It was like, I think they closed at 12. So I did my shot trick and went home. But this past time, two years ago. The bar scene was a little better, so okay. Kentucky fans heading down. There's okay, a little so square. I don't more. know what they call it. I don't know if they extended when they last call or what since 2008, but it was a little was. more lively when I okay. went a couple of years ago.
0: That's good to know. That's good to know because Kentucky fans need to go down there. They need to have a good time. need to take because over. Because Kentucky has not won down there since 2008. This is a very important game against a team that's weird. Um,
3: well, they're a Mike Leach team. Of
0: course it's weird. Yeah, and Freddie, my, my – like. I'm trying not to get too – because, like, we know what Mississippi State kind of wants to do, but at the same time, it's hard to judge a team that they played a bunch of close games, they've lost them, and then their last two they got blown out and they blew out a terrible Vandy team. Mississippi
2: like, State's a service academy. It's just – it's same as playing Army or Navy or Air Force. A unique offense, you know, with the air raid that throws the football 50 uh, – Rodgers throws it 56 times a game. Mm-hmm. Um, defensively unique with a 335 stack at times but if you really watch them I mean the Mississippi State uh, uh, Zach Arnett's a tremendous defensive coordinator they'll move into a four-man look they'll, they'll do a, they'll, they'll go into a three- four it's really tough if you start labeling players because their nickel/ slash Sam is is called dog and, and wherever he aligns is what you what you would construct that uh, defensive beam but very aggressive very long defense. Mike Leach has won games, and not won a ton of them, by defense. That defense has been really, really good for two years at Mississippi State. Going into the Alabama game, State has only allowed two rushing touchdowns. Only gives up 93 yards a game on the ground. So, big, long, fast defenders that try to stuff the run. Offensively, he now has, he being Mike Leach, has a group of wide receivers that you go through here, 6'3", 200, 6'3", 6'5", 200, 220. He's got some size to that receiving core now. There's no elite receiver. Mm-hmm. There's just a bunch of them. Now, Polk leads the way with 58 catches. But the thing he does now is he, evolved. Hey, that's good stuff. <laughs> he, he's going with two running backs in the backfield with Marks and uh, Johnson. Those are options number two and three in the air raid offense. So throwing short passes to those wide receivers is Mississippi State's way of handing off the football. Tackling in space is going to be key and then keeping everything in front of them. But this week, this is the week, Brad White's done a tremendous job of not masking but um, somewhat masking the lack of depth at corner. And the corners have not been strong at the top of routes. Those corners, Cedric Dort, Carrington Valentine, it's going to be them this week. We're Mm -hmm. going to see what they are this week. They are the key to the game for the Kentucky defense.
0: Yeah, and as bad as the offense played last time, Brandon Echols played crazy good. Kind of kept Kentucky in the game down there. Forced the fumble. You need that kind of sure tackler on the edge because the thing that worries me about this kind of game, Max, is that, like, they're – a. The, the aggravating games are the Dinkin' and Duncan type teams, and that's...
1: which that's, that's Kind of like what Missouri's done to us a few times yeah, as well. Yeah, just like, it well, just aggravates the hell out I've of you. I've got really good news for you, though. Yeah. I went in, and so I go in every Monday and do some stuff with the special teams, mm-hmm. and I made sure that I went and saw Brad White and um, Coach Summerall okay. and said to them that I've got a sneaky suspicion that Mike Leach has just been working, like doing the air raid his whole life. For this week, they're going to run triple option. Oh, so I made sure that they knew that they're going to run the football about a hundred times. Okay, good. And so they're all up against it. And I actually asked Brad White how how many times would they have to run the ball consecutively until you actually change your game plan? And he <laughs> said I wouldn't change it. <laughs> 134
2: carries for the season. the last in the country. Yeah, Gosh. I think
1: and they're, they're first
2: in fast percentage, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. their game plan. Suit for me. I feel like what we do well, it suits us. Sorry, that doesn't make sense. What we do well, their game plan kind of plays into that. Yeah, right. Like I don't think we like they don't run it. We kind of like our style of defense is exactly what we we want teams to do this against us. Th- that, that's true. Um, you, you know, I think keep everything th- underneath. Yeah, the reason why is why because
2: you, I've stopped lab- labeling defenses four three three four whatever. I go front li- front level second level, third level. Kentucky's third level is very is the strength of the defense. You have Yusuf Corker, Yusuf Ty Asian, and Devontae Robinson. That's the strength of the defense. They're key in that, keeping making all those tackles of those, those short crossing routes. The way Mississippi State hurts you is, is yards after the catch. Very rarely do they, they hit the, the home run shots. Mm-hmm. It's dink, dink, dunk, dunk. And then if you're not tackling, then they get in space. It's all about green grass for Mississippi State. The quarterback throws the grass where it's open. And, again, those corners are going to have to be really much better than they have been. But I like Kentucky's back third play in that – and, and Square and and uh, Jones are also oh, good pass defenders.
0: They're due for a bounce back game too. Yeah, they are. And, and I think – which y'all kind of alluded to, is you're going to give them a little bit, but then you have to be able to bow up and make stops. Red zone's going to be Yeah, bad. and so yeah. the last time they played, Jordan Wright, he had interception in the end. No, it was Jamin Davis had his first pick in the end zone that kept a score off the board. They they, they bucked up in the red zone. In Mississippi State, they ranked eighth in the SEC in touchdown percentage in the red zone. Yeah, Not exactly great because they can't run the ball.
2: Red zone's where Kentucky's going to win the football game. Yeah, it has to be Red that. zone defense. Because – And offense. It was kind of funny, too.
0: How many interceptions were there last year, Drew, Kentucky? It felt like a million. Six. You know how many Kentucky's had this year? Two. Three. Three. One by a defensive back, and that was the 95-yard pick six Ty Asian had Mm -hmm. against Chattanooga. And so, like, I've been trying to pry out of Stoops – how hey, you get more turnovers. And he's just like, I don't – you be in the right the, – the ball bounces your way. And so, he he's kind of of the mindset that it's it's less about – I think we need to get use of Corker to turn some of those seven pass breakups. I think he leads the SEC.
2: He did for a while, yeah.
0: You got to turn some of those into some picks. It'd be nice to do that this time around. But Will Rogers is a better quarterback than KJ Costello. Yeah. He's a cowboy that doesn't play like a cowboy. Uh, keeps it – you know.
2: He's accurate, 73%. Doesn't have an overly strong arm, Mm -hmm. but not a weak arm. But he does make some throws from hash to sideline that Kentucky can take advantage of. If the corners are better at the top of the routes than they were against Georgia
0: and LSU. They better be better.
2: They have to be better. I expect
3: everyone to be better than they played against Georgia just because it was Georgia. But I think guys specifically – Jones and Square, who we just named, missed a couple big plays. And that Coach 30 guy called them out on that uh, <laughs> whatever that film session he does. Chris Rodriguez didn't have a very good game. I think at least the motivation and the confidence, especially after a bye week, uh, if there was ever a chance these guys wouldn't be inspired for this game, they're going to be locked in and know they have to make up for uh, – I won't call it a bad game because it was number one Georgia, but they, they missed some opportunities.
2: Max, I'm going to ask you about the field goal blocks and PAT blocks. What's going on there?
1: Uh, I think – it's 95% blocking and then a little bit Ruffalo's kicking low. I've watched, we watched him and Ruffalo definitely had one. I think we've had four blocked this yeah. year. One of them he kicked low. Potentially, if he kicks that better, it probably doesn't get blocked. The other three, they've just been walking through our guards. Mm-hmm. And it's been bad. It was, uh, the first one, we put people out there that aren't normally on field goal block. Oh, sorry, not field goal block. I don't even know what you want to call it. Field goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so they, pulled, they put guys in and they didn't know what they were doing, which is unbelievable that that happened. Then the second time around, Eli Cox was, for some strange reason, standing side on on field goal. And they're like, what are you doing? Came through him. And then Georgia was just like, well, they've got three first-round linemen that can just yeah. bully one guy. Um, so we definitely need to be better at field goal because Damn. that's, that's going to hurt us soon yeah. in a big moment. Yeah, you can't have that. But if we remember, this is where Ruffalo became the spicy Italian
0: meatball. It was down at Mississippi State.
3: How, I mean, I know you're not a field goal kicker, and there's obviously a difference, but how easy is it for him to work on just getting a little higher without completely throwing things off?
1: Uh, it's going to be tough because he probably – that's. I mean, guys just seem to have their way of – I mean, especially in a week, you're not going to fix it. Now, he might work at it in the offseason. Um, Austin kind of had that naturally high, really high ball. Rough lows just is a little flatter, but um, I guess that's where his accuracy comes from because he more punches at it. But yeah, I don't think you're going to fix it in a week. The bo-
3: the blocking can't get cleaned up in a week. I mean, like what you, you just said, some of that's pretty inexcusable. You, you yeah. step,
1: you step down. Everybody steps down. Well, and the the thing is, is like <laughs> two, so fifty percent of them came against Georgia who have the ultimate field goal block team because they've got three of the biggest humans of all time yeah. and they just bully one guy and they push the like every single field goal block that Georgia's had this year they've gotten four yards up which like that sounds like a weird so four yards means they're going to be able to block it every single one they've got it it's just been guys being able to kick around them kick over them whatever it's going to be like it's, that's the ultimate field goal block is just have three of the biggest humans of all time <laughs> bully one guy and block the ball I
0: saw too that uh, what's his name Jordan Davis that for his interview today he just scarfed down a Kit Kat, which is like, (laughs) which (laughs) is one, which. Brings us to the next segment brought to you by our good friends at MyBookie. Because when it comes to gambling, you always want to make sure you're getting the best bang for your buck. And that's why the KSR Football Podcast always bets with MyBookie. At MyBookie, you can bet on all your favorite sports with exclusive promos, contests, and more to find your winning bet. Right now, when you make your first deposit with MyBookie, you'll instantly receive double your first deposit. It's really easy. All you have to do is go to MyBookie.ag, sign up. And use the promo code KSR, and they will double your first deposit instantly up to a a thousand bucks. That's fast money in your pocket cha ching, bling bling. Right there. Wham, bam, slam. Thank you, ma'am.
3: Is that their official slogan?
0: Official <laughs> slogan at mybookie.ag. It's only available for a limited time, so don't miss out. Head to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code KSR and secure your double deposit today. That's promo code KSR. Double your funds. Double your win- winnings. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. And I bet that we will be talking a lot of Halloween candy this week because that was – what happened in Mississippi State's last game? They blew out Vanderbilt. It got ugly. And then Mike Leach was asked after the game a very important football question. You hate candy corn, so what are your favorite candies? Very important, important question. <laughs> Leach falls on the sugary side of things. I fall on the chocolate side. I'm more of a Kit Kat, Snicker Bar, Reese's Twix, et cetera. What – Drew – are you a sugary or a chocolatey candy guy when you're Halloween candy? I mean,
3: I'm not turning down either. I don't know. I kind of go through phases. Last night, Abby showed up with a gigantic bag of Skittles that was supposed to not even be open last night, just for later on, and it, it got taken down in about 30 minutes, the mm-hmm. whole bag. So. Yep. Definitely on a sugar kick right now, but I'll I'll put down some chocolate too if you put it out in front of me. He did. Uh, Mike Leach did go out on and say he he likes almond joy. I can't. I can't you, walk I can't with him down there. that Who line. Who likes I, almond joy? I can't go. He is the only
0: person that likes almond joy. Yeah. Just disgusting.
2: Yeah, I, I'm a, a Tootsie Roll and a Tootsie Roll Pop guy. That, that those are my two. Old school. Yeah. I like
0: the Tootsie Pops. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. Those, I'm, I'm a big fan of those. I will say that. Uh, he mentioned the nerds. Uh, nerds. I, like the, I
2: like the nerd chains. You ever had the? Nerd that's kind of what he was talking about. That's where like, they're clumped I up. I like those
3: two now.
0: Those, yeah. and
2: but that's an. Ex, that's too. You get too pricey there. You'd have to go to a high scale neighborhood to get that.
3: Well, according to to Leach, he shops at the dollar store where he gets sprees in a box, not <laughs> in the roll. I mean, yeah. he got so detailed with his candy breakdown. Yeah.
0: Mark Soups just said, "I'll take any candy." and I, Max, I have to thank you for getting Mark to open up a little bit. Because Mark Stoops does not make that self deprecating joke uh,
1: you know, a year ago. It yeah. was two it years was hilarious ago. I heard that. I thought that was so <laughs> funny too. I was gonna say I come from a country where we don't really encourage the intake of sugar as much as you guys. Really? But uh well, your guys' fascination with peanut butter in all of your candy and it's stuff delicious. is unbelievable to me. It's it great. doesn't make any sense. So
0: peanut a, uh, America's nut. <laughs> georgia yeah
1: <laughs> i mean i i don't know about
0: that one well
2: I had a piece of peanut butter pie on friday mm. oh Love. man
0: that's awesome <laughs> Love yeah it. so so max tell yeah. us what what halloween's like at home is it is it, it is doesn't it, exist you all need you need to e- export it. if you it's came a great around american you, tradition i
1: know well and some people try to do it and it's like if you're some kids try and do it in australia and it, they'll knock on some doors and people won't answer, and then I'd say 95% of the doors I knock on, people don't have candy for them. <sighs> yeah, so. I'm, is there it's still a sad, at least like the,
0: the Halloween party? You know, like I'm sure it's not to the extent of like American College Halloween party, but is there, you know, people get dressed up, have a good time?
1: No? Not really. It just doesn't exist back home. I so what is your favorite candy bar or candy from home? Um, from home, there's these things called Tim Tams which are really, oh, really I'm good. familiar with Tim Tam. Yeah, yes. really good. Um, but I like, uh, I like bounties. I like coconut.
3: Uh, you eat t- uh, paper towels? You eat paper towels? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: do you guys have bounty bars here? No, no.
3: That's oh. I, 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 the quicker picker upper here. We wipe our countertops. Bounty, uh, yeah.
1: Do you have bounty, the coconut ones? No, just no, the... No, no, oh, so the bounty just bars in Australia I are these like <laughs> coconut in, like, chocolate, and uh, it's really good. I like coconut. Oh, man. I, it's the texture for me. Yeah, I can't do it. It's just they, the stringiness...
3: They will take a bullet for Tim Tams in Australia. That is like their yeah. official food.
0: Yeah. And I, I actually, uh, I think I sent something to Max because th- there's like a backstory of wh- why Tim Tams are called what they are. It was a uh, horse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a guy came over. He, he was making this new candy bar. He went to the Kentucky Derby. And he said, I'm going to name my candy bar if the Kentucky Derby winner ah. Tim Tam wins the Derby. And.
1: There's the in name in of the candy yeah. bars. I brought in about 50 or 60 packs to the uh, medical staff one time, and they were gone within the week. So, and they seemed to enjoy them. Does Tim
3: Tam, the horse, get royalties on that?
1: <laughs> he should, by God. Well, because you sent me the list, and some of the horses that could have won would have been hilarious. If yeah, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I,
3: on that Mike Leach interview, and I, you know me, I, I'm, I'm the last person to, to cry, why are we doing <laughs> this? But wasn't it a little weird doing it on the field post-game? Usually that's like a – after practice, midweek, goofing off. Yeah. I mean, you just killed Vanderbilt, and you're yeah. standing there on the field ranking your candies.
0: I mean, I'm not against it. I just – I was surprised it kind of happened. It was at least the second question, you know. Mm-hmm. You normally get two. So, like – and I would imagine that normally the SEC – like, you have to time up your shots with Leach because, Freddie, as you know, he can be really boring and dry uh-huh. during those press conferences. And it's all it, – it's just every once in a while, he'll take something and run we'll with run. it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was just like, you know what? We got to shoot our shot today.
2: Yeah, I love his press conferences. I think he's hilarious for me. I mean, I, I, I really like watching him go off on tangents of strange stuff. I, I like it. His, I, I love all of them. His marriage or wedding planning
3: one. Oh, that, that one's one hilarious. One was perfect. I'm just, my point. It's just I've never seen it done immediately after a game like that. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh,
0: I mean, it was hilarious. Which, it's, by the way, if y'all were planning a wedding, just Mike Leach's advice is perfect.
3: I haven't memorized.
0: Yeah, because the hardest part about wedding planning is providing input and acting like you care without actually care. like Because you don't care about anything, Drew, right? Like, you're, uh, Not much. <laughs> it's a very short list. Right, and so you just have to act like and, – and you want to try to agree with whatever they're saying too. But, but like they,
3: you're saying, without making it too obvious. Right. Because like if you're just like, yeah, that's awesome, then you get the – you don't care. You're just saying that so we can stop wedding planning, which, which is true. <laughs> but uh, it's a slippery slope.
0: Max, I'm, I'm sure when you uh, – well down the road, you're going to do great with wedding planning. That sounds like something you just can't wait to do.
1: Yeah, that's well down the track, though. I think that's about uh, 30 to 40 years away probably. <laughs> this
0: is very bad radio, but I appreciate that it is – Maybe the coldest day in Lexington so far, and you were rocking some floral Hawaiian-style shorts.
1: Yeah. Uh, may or may not have not slept at my apartment last night and still wearing the clothes that I was wearing yesterday. So oh, it was nice. more of a yesterday's <laughs> clothes thing. Yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. just got to roll with it that. A little warmer yesterday. Yeah. A little bit warmer been yesterday. been hanging out with Miles Butler too much. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> <It> gets, <laughs> gets you into a ton of trouble. Yeah.
0: Which, uh, speaking of yesterday... We need to get to a quick break. This is something new. We need to get to a quick break because we got to talk about the bye week. And a lot happened. We're going to talk about that right after this.
1: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear?
3: Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: So, Drew Franklin, are you still high on the taste of victory? Because your Tennessee Titans, are they the greatest football team to ever play football?
3: They're getting pretty dang close, you, you know. Uh, my sp- I have four sports teams: uh, Kentucky basketball, Kentucky football, the Tennessee Titans, and the Braves. And Kentucky football and the Titans have been a pretty, we'll just say, disappointing. um uh, know, it's just it's I love hot. them, and yeah. they're probably my two favorites, to be right. honest. But uh, the current run they're both on. I mean, this is a heater. Then throw the Braves in. We got basketball firing back up, but specifically the Titans and Kentucky football, I am soaking in every second of this because it's all so brand new. And when that – you know, Braves go to the World Series on Saturday, Titans kill the Chiefs on Sunday. I wanted to go to Starkville Monday morning (laughs) and play that game now to see how long we can ride this heater.
0: I – there was was a part of me that saw that Derrick Henry touchdown pass and was just like, my God, Benny (laughs) – if you could have done that just once, just once, we would – I mean, we would still be running the Wildcat. Just – I just always wanted to see the Wildcat have the one touchdown pass. He almost overthrew him, but it was still a touchdown. That was awesome.
3: And, and after he just single-handedly destroyed the Bills the week before, the media still wasn't getting on board the Derrick Henry MVP train saying he's not a quarterback. And I love that his response was the first drive after hearing that for a week. We're throwing a touchdown pass, saying, eat it. But you're right. I would have loved to seen that at, at Kentucky, too.
0: Do you have an NFL team, Max?
1: Do you that, that I He's support. waiting for them to call. Yeah. Like, uh, or, like, I have a lot that I don't like because I haven't called. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I do not. Not really. I used to – I mean, I'm Mahomes. I like watching Patrick Mahomes play. Although mm-hmm. he recent, Did you watch yesterday? Re, too, recently, <laughs> it's been like he – like what, What's wrong? He seems bored. Like, actually seems really bored. And the coach, do, I think, doesn't help him out because they come up with, like, two or three of the most creative plays each week. And unless they're doing those plays, all the offensive guys don't care what they're doing because they're like, we've got three fun plays in this week. We're going to execute those. And then all the boring plays, like, who cares? Like, they had that lateral. I've always said they should hook and ladder every single play in football. It works so well. And yesterday, they had the big Travis Kelsey one. He actually lateraled it, like, 15 to 20 yards. They got the first down on that one. They love playing when they were doing that stuff, and then every other play they don't care.
0: It really is weird that it's almost like the, the regular football for them. They've gotten bored with it, but that's what's killing them because they're yep. – like Mahomes, has, I think, leads the league in turnovers or is close to yeah, it. Yeah, because no.
1: every play he's trying to throw something sidearm or behind his back or over his head or something like that. They're just literally bored of playing football. I
3: have a theory that he can't focus on the game because he's so worried about what his brother is doing on TikTok during the game. <laughs> so
0: I'm not, I'm not as uh, – I, 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 I put my old man's stake in the ground and was like, I'm not downloading TikTok. Can you explain to non-TikTokers Patrick Mahomes' brother?
3: I, I, no, I can't. Um, I'm, just, I'm not a fan. I'll admit that. He just likes to do some weird dances at whatever venue the Chiefs are playing in. Last week he did it on Sean Taylor's twenty-one that caused oh. quite a stir. He had to apologize for that, but
0: I, could see, I could see Freddie's face just like sink when he heard that. There's what? a
3: lot of cringeworthy stuff on the internet, and Jackson Mahomes is number one for
0: me. Dancing on Sean Taylor's number—that ain't good. Like that's no. That's no.
3: He maintains he, he didn't know. Maybe he didn't, but it's just yeah. it's uh, it's Sean Taylor.
2: Yeah, it's
0: what.
3: Here's what he did at the, the Titans game. This oh sorry. Oh, this'll be good good radio. But this is the kind of stuff oh he does. Oh my gosh. That's the stuff he does at every stadium.
0: Oh man. Oh So I God. have a theory
3: that Patrick's just constantly worrying about what Jackson is doing in the stadium at that moment. <sighs> More important, I just
2: voted uh, Wasper. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Freddie. A wasp versus wasper? Yeah. Okay. I've,
2: I've never I've never known anybody to use the term wasp.
0: Uh, yeah. I got stung by a wasp. Yeah, it's always always wasp.er Never been stung by a bee, just a wasp. Just a wasp, bird. Yeah, never heard wasp.er Until today,
1: Max. You know what wasp (laughs) is? What? What is? What is going on? What's a wasp? A
0: wasp? Yeah, he he calls it a wasp.er
2: In eastern, east and south of I seventy five, it's called wasp.er Okay, everywhere else in the world, I guess it's called wasp.
1: (laughs) You guys. And and in the dictionary, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) which is wrong. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, the poll
3: results are 75% WASP, 25%. I think 25% is a great turnout for a word that's that not <laughs> a real word.
0: I, I <laughs> yeah. would agree. I would concur. Freddie, you sound like you had a great time in the mountains. Hey, listen, I'm,
2: I'm still in that mode. My accent is probably w- worse than it was before. Uh, yeah, had a great visit. Great visit. Electric County Central, that's awesome great. host. Uh, beautiful facility. Johnson Central is a real deal. Peaking at the right time. Grant Bingham is a dude. Mm -hmm. I sent you that text last year and Mm -hmm. this year both, but I used another word in front of dude. (laughs) Yeah. I stayed at the Benham Inn, which is haunted. It's an old school. That's now a hotel. Uh, Headless Annie roams about on Pine Mountain. Oh, no, Black Mountain, rather.
0: Did you you see her?
2: No, but I did hear lockers opening and shutting.
0: Oh, man.
2: I I didn't sleep for – the time, I was down there because
0: I was a little scared. He stayed at a bed and breakfast and didn't sleep. Yeah, I was a little, <laughs> little, little scared. I, but I then scared.
2: you go to your car, Max, and there's a big sign. Uh, Don't feed the bears. There's bears everywhere. So Okay. Bears, so bears and ghosts. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't
1: be venturing outside of the room. Yeah. Are you more afraid of ghosts or bears, Max? Um, bears. Okay. Yeah, I think what's a, what's a ghost really going to do? You can walk through a ghost. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I can't walk through a bear no they could walk through you yeah for 100 yeah that, that's definitely yeah. true
3: i got worried getting text from freddie late friday night that he might come not back. come back to lexington he loved it down there yeah i wasn't gonna come back same with henderson one of these game of the week trips he's yeah just, he's just gonna say he's <laughs> everywhere like, i go glasgow
2: drew i'm not coming back
3: he's gonna call one of us and say uh here's my, <laughs> my keys under the mat go box up my things and, and ship them to taylor county uh, oh, man. I swear
2: I do love going to these little
0: communities. I mean they're all so unique. Mm-hmm.
2: You know it's really fun. Y'all y'all need to get out. go Well, I,
0: you know I'm getting out to a couple this year. I I think I might be actually no I'm moving Friday. That's a terrible idea. I want to go to the mail manual game Friday. Yeah. Old rivalry. Man, My wife teaches at mail and they're already like. It's basically like a second homecoming week, and all of the kids are already pissed at Manuel. Like, it's a very good old-fashioned like – There's some
2: great games this week. Yeah, last week You know the what's coming season. back this year this, to this Friday? What's coming back? The Kroger KSR Hometown Classic, the oh. bowl game. We're back. We're back. It's not going to be Jackson County and Shawnee. Okay. It's going to be somewhere else, but yes. Oh. And then we'll also have folks at the uh, Douglas Bowl County game. Which oh, is another big nice. game, yeah. It'll I think the, Troy would be at Douglas Bull County.
3: That'll be the day after the Dane commitment announcement ceremony that it will be going
2: down Thursday night. What do you, what do y'all think on that one? So here's, I spent the day with Dante, and I don't know.
0: So here's the thing, I I didn't want to know. We need to commend the keys for doing a good job in an era of everybody finding out announcements well before announcements, like they are not showing their hand at all.
2: Hey, listen, Dante is a friend of mine, and I spent four hours watching college football with him at Ryan Lemon's house Saturday, and I don't know. And, and you know what? I did tell him this. I said, if it's not you, can we'll egg your house. I'm just going <laughs> to tell you right now. <laughs> We're if fighting. He, if he yeah.
1: brings out an announcement video, are you going to ruin the fun for everyone like you did with one dial and just announce it early before everyone's finished the video? Oh, you always skip to the end.
0: You can't watch the whole you, – you, you skip right to the end, and then you, you bada-boom, bada-bing, make it make it go public. Uh,
3: Nobody cares about the videos. No yeah. offense, kids. We want to know – we've got to get right to the news. <laughs> Put
0: the hat on already. And what's fun, though, is going back later and watching the videos. So, like, Caden Mormon from Frankfurt, he brought his dog out, and his dog is a freaking beast. It's like one of those big-ass pit bulls. So, you know, they they have some fun times, but you got to skip to the end to see. But I I got to – for as much as, you know, like Dante's friends with a bunch of people in media, that could have easily been like a uh, dog and pony show, you know. like But like Ryan has been I, – I, I'm just glad that they've let Dane enjoy this without making it too crazy. Yeah. And then they've been able to let him still make his decision without well, it, you Dante
2: know. Dante and I have an agreement. I mean, in all seriousness, I told – and I don't want to know that – don't want – whatever. I mean, I, yeah, I'm out of it. And, uh, but they've they've done a tremendous job, like you said, of keeping this close to the family. I mean, I honestly do not know.
1: But let's be honest, Max. Who would want to go catch footballs at the University of South Carolina right now? No one. And you'd want to be catching Will Levis passes too, because he's just getting better and better and better. Like that, we we should get any wide receiver we want at the moment in the country, or any athlete, because he's like getting better every he's single week. He's getting better
0: and better. He's going to be back next year yeah. in. That is, he is getting better. You, you you brought up the before we move on to Will because we need to talk about just how much he's impo- improved over recent weeks. But the other receiver that could be popping soon, five star wide receiver Barry and Brown. He's a little bit of a wild card, loose cannon. That's hey hey, bring him on, bring him on. I love it, and I love the speed. I love that he's saying, hey, I want to be the show. All right, we'll come to Kentucky. Need receivers, need talent. There are four or five guys out there right now, and Dane could be the first one on Thursday, where there are top 250 players in the country that could be joining Kentucky. Uh, you have Dane Key, you've got Barry Brown, Emil Wagner, Ahmad's little brother that's offense tackle. He's a top 150 player in the country. Uh, and then Deion Walker, who I had kind of written off because he's a Michigan kid. Dude's the size of Georgia, Jordan Davis right now. He can be a difference maker on your defensive line that you just don't – all of these guys right there, Kentucky's kind of kind of in the driver's seat for all of them. You just have to keep winning, and keep that momentum rolling and you could have your best recruiting class ever.
3: And with Key and Barry and Brown, I, and I know Dante played here, but Kentucky is not even in the conversation without Liam Cohen no, and no. Will Levis and yeah. what they've shown them. He him being at those games that have been so fun and showing him airing it out, uh, whatever he picks. And I'm with you. All, I don't know either, but I'd be. I'm I'm counting on it being Kentucky just because it seems like they've shown him everything he needed to see. And the same for Brown and yeah. the next receiver that's going to take the phone call. It's a completely different ball game right now. Oh man,
0: playmakers.
2: Need them. Need them.
0: And that's what <laughs> brings us to uh, the injury update. We'll see.
3: <laughs> we'll see. We got like
0: triple wheel seed today. Oh, quadruple wheel seed. It's better than quadruple. No, it's true. I'm probably gonna say no on Marquand though. I'm See, not. I
3: was even surprised we got a wheel C on Marquand. Yeah, one. I'm
0: not. I'm not optimistic on that. I, it doesn't sound like any of the guys that were mentioned today practiced at all last week. Um, which I mean, why would you? It's a bye week. But Jatam McLean got thrown in there. Isaiah Cummings. Uh, you, you had Josh, uh, Ali. Josh Ali and Mark McCall. Josh Ali is one that I think is possible, but we won't even have a hunch until later in the week.
2: And the most important.
0: Yes, because.
2: You can't have another week with
0: just one. What day. happened at Georgia. Right, right. I Mississippi
2: mean, right. State's too good defensively for that to
3: happen. You and need, I don't know Ali's progress, but I know about four weeks ago. Mississippi State was the goal. Now, I don't know if they're on that timeline, but the hope and the plan was to have them ready this week.
0: Yes, so hopefully that can be the case with Cummings. I think that's probably an out for a little bit, just my hunch. I mean, if you're working Trayvon Morgan at tight end, it's probably a good excuse to put him down there just because that kid's going to end up being a tight end anyway. So, you know, uh, why not have, it, have an injury kind of push him down there? But Cummings is – He's looked apart and he's given that position a little bit of wiggle. So uh I mean I I haven't looked at the numbers, but I would think if you had Ollie and Cummings out, that's probably two of your top four targets yeah, in receivers. Mm-hmm. So like you know, Levis can't throw it to himself. He's not Bugs Bunny to show on you first, how, Bugs how Bunny on how reliant second.
2: Kentucky is on Wondell Robinson. Josh Allen's missed two games and still the second leading receiver with seventeen catches. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's yeah, That's <laughs> lopsided.
3: <laughs>
2: I know uh might not be this week, but
3: DeKell Crowdis isn't too far away. Is there any chance he could help at all? He, I know he's been out all year and he's a true
2: freshman, but I, I know he's getting you, a little closer. You get into that four-game thing because only five yeah. games left. See. Yeah. You, you, you could honestly see him playing against New Mexico State, Vanderbilt, and in the bowl game.
0: Here's here's where I think. In Louisville. That's because where, probably. I might have heard that there might be a chance that he could play. So if you worked it, I remember J.J. Weaver playing not the last four games. They like picked yeah. and choose those pick. You know, maybe maybe this is like you play DeKal versus Mississippi State, but you don't play him against New Mexico well, State. Yeah, if you thought you yeah.
3: Could, yeah, if you thought he could help right away, you'd want to use him in the big games and yeah. sit him out against Vandy and New Mexico State. Then there's your four.
0: But I do just wonder, like, hey, how much can he give you when he hasn't played all year he's a true freshman ever (laughs) yeah exactly you know like that's do you want a true freshman making their debut at Starkville with those cowbells which Max I don't think anybody like you can't know how bad the cowbells are till you go
1: that's correct um it's uh it's not a super fun place to play that's for sure especially when they start getting their tails up a little bit um it gets really really loud and uh I don't think anyone enjoys those Cowboy Bells because they're just so annoying. Like, you're just standing there and it's just like, man, this is going to happen all day. I don't know how the players from Mississippi State enjoy that. Yeah. don't ask them to, like, can we get a new tradition. Because, like, it it legitimately hurts your ears. Yeah. I saw Soup said today in his press conference that he's been petitioning for us to be able to use air horns or something. (laughs) Is that right? (laughs) He did. And I got to be honest, I'm all for it.
0: I don't
3: feel like the SEC would permit that, but –
0: we could find hey, it's 60,000 co- air it's, horns. It's the coal whistle, you know. We just got 60,000
1: air horn coal whistles. Was it you that tweeted about the, the fan that wanted to um – Make everyone wear the gloves yes. for the clapping? He,
3: he, he DM'd me, and I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. It was like, Drew, it's a louder clap when you're wearing rubber gloves, and they're only, you know, this amount of dollars for 60,000 people. God, how great I, would it be I, I feel if like everybody be, showed up with the
0: yellow rubber gloves?
3: Plus, you know, we've still got a little bit thing. of pandemic going on We're being safe. <laughs> the SEC can't get mad at us. I think it's perfect. What would happen if we all got on the same page with like one sound on our phones that we could maybe 60,000 people were hitting you know, some well, kind we, of alarm? Yeah, on Yeah, just phones. the alarm
1: would be so annoying, too. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. that's the worst sound in the whole world. When that alarm goes off and wakes you up, it's like, man. So well, if that, we could just get everyone to play that alarm.
2: Was well, a dumb and dumber van noise? The most that annoying Jim sound Jim Carrey in the world. Makes ah! I think we're onto something with the cell phone alarm. We all
3: set our alarms for like, you know, eight oh, fifteen in the Tennessee yeah, game and just yeah. hope they have <laughs> the ball.
0: <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Like, cool. Uh, good go- I like. I like where our brains are going. I like where our brains are going. But if you, if you are going to the game, seriously, buy earplugs before you go. Like, I, yeah. somebody said that to me before. I didn't do that, and my ears hurt the next day. You you, you should. It.
2: How do they get away with that? They, they got a they, special rule. They made him – they the actually exemption. made
0: him take it away for like a year, and then they like ended up getting an exemption for it. I, I don't know how. But, hell, I was even – so – Sometimes I I can't do cartoons with uh Duke he just like I am just I'm cartooned out.
3: I thought you meant he didn't want to he wanted to watch ball or something. <laughs> well yeah, he
0: does like watching ball. Football, he can't keep up with as well cuz he doesn't see the ball. You know, like it's it's in their hand. It's a little bit harder to follow than like basketball. Soccer is one that is very easy and he just ball. Ball. Um so I was watching – I turned on a Mississippi State-Texas A&M women's soccer game on the SEC Network, and they even have the cowbells at the women's soccer games. Ugh. Thank God they don't allow for the basketball games. Because imagine that indoor just bouncing off the walls. Like, that'd give you uh, – what's that um, that thing where you can't stop hearing? Like, uh, you all know what I'm talking about? That's that, that's like, like – PTSD of hearing. Yeah. That, <laughs> but that's like a thing where you just hear like a ringing in your ear. Ah, gosh.
3: It is unfair they get to do it. Because it is, and uh, you know, an extra intimidating factor that no one else gets to do.
0: I, I also need to question. Like Neil Price, willingly moved there to. Well, <laughs> uh, John John Cohen too. Like, wait, I I just don't understand. I, I will say though, there are some lovely people that have enjoyed their time in Starkville. Uh, they've got a meteorology school down there, mm-hmm. so a lot of weather people are uh, are are Starkville alums. They're nice folks. Vet school. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know.
3: But you notice they all leave the moment they get their degree. Yeah, they really do.
1: Man. If I, was a, if I was a kicker, though, and I went to Mississippi State and I was kicking a game winner as an away team, it would probably put me off more if the whole crowd was just silent than if it was actually the Cowbells. That's a good point. I've always thought any, any like home fans should have a moment where they just all go silent. Because I think that would be almost more off-putting than the sound. It's like when you do
0: the free-throw shot
1: and everybody gets quiet. That's almost more stressful. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I think it like, you should just be dead silence.
3: But Vanderbilt has already tried this <laughs> every Saturday, <laughs> and they're still losing.
1: Oh, man. I, uh, $4 tickets this weekend. Oh. Is that it? Yeah, versus Missouri because um, the Grant McInnis – uh, showing at Vanderbilt is going to be watched by about 10 people um, and it's yeah $4 tickets it was $1 for the UConn game $1 Yeah. did oh. you
3: all see the Arizona football tweet
1: I did not the see the Arizona, Arizona
3: Wildcats they tweeted Saturday so and sponsored so and so automatic seat upgrade if you're coming to the game reply to this tweet and we will upgrade your seats and they got zero replies on the entire day <laughs> Zero? It was like, all you have to do is respond to this tweet and we will move you to lower bowl or upgrade your seats. And they got zero replies suggesting that of the people following Arizona football on Twitter, none of them were going to the game.
1: Well, Kansas just (coughs) opened the gates up on the weekend too. Right. Was that – so they just said we're not – they just said, hey, if you want to come down and come in, we're not charging anyone. You can come in (laughs) through the gate. (laughs) it It worked. And then all the fans came in. Then they started losing, so everyone left again. College football's crazy. Did you um, – Drew, I know you saw the
0: uh, the Lunatics after the LSU game on the radio? That... Oh, the post-game show. My word. What was that quote he had about, I'm going to pull
3: your drawers up? I'm or... going to
0: pull your drawers up your butt crack. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was letting... – these are two co-hosts from the LSU post-game show arguing over whether Billy Napier could go from
1: Lafayette to Baton Rouge. I mean, it just – So – so the Raging Cajuns won I know the punter there the Mm Raging Cajuns won on Friday night or Thursday night or whatever it was and Napier said um, it's really really tough because they're SBC they're Sun Belt Conference yes he said it's really really tough to get a win in the SEC West so let's let's look after this and they're like SEC West don't you mean SBC coach and he's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> and then they started – the players started an LS Who chant in the locker room because of that, and Napier oh. refused to do it with them.
0: Oh, so, man. I don't know. So oh, he's,
1: he's jockeying for that job. Yeah. Oh,
0: man, that is <laughs> – <laughs> Oh, that is crazy. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought of something earlier, uh, Max, that just dawned on me that I was going to ask. Um, that got me. Dis- it got me distracted because Matt Wells got fired at Texas Tech today at 5-2. I didn't see that. That's tough. Five and two, and he gets fired. They just were like, you know what? We don't want you to win anymore. We want a new coach. So, Max, you've said oftentimes that, you know, Pro Kick Australia was just like, you know what? Kentucky needs a kicker. You're going to Kentucky. A know, yeah. Yeah. Um, You you kick, you punt. You you, you, you punt when you kick. But, okay, okay. here's here's my thing, Max. Yep. What would have happened if – you got shipped off to Starkville, Mississippi. You had no idea what Mississippi State was, and you just show up to Davis Wade
1: Stadium. I don't know, but pin it deep Mississippi State uh, would have been interesting. (laughs) Um, Well, I was supposed to – so I was supposed to go to UCLA. And then they said, "Uh uh-uh. And then I was supposed to go to Memphis, and Memphis also said, no, we'd like something a little better than this. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. And so then I was like – Kentucky was like – they knew Coach Hood, and mm-hmm. so sort they of ended up coming to Kentucky. But um, they were the schools I was supposed to go to. Westwood would have been a, not a bad place to go to school for a few years. Yeah,
3: It's a lot like Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah. Said, like, it's pretty, pretty much there right now.
1: Yeah, and and we both wear blue as well, so it's very similar. There's, um, there's
3: a much weaker blue.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, the sissy blue. I'm happy yeah. I ended up where I ended up. It's, uh, it's been awesome. I don't think I would have enjoyed but Mississippi man, State. Just
0: showing up there.
1: That's one of those schools is like uh, when Joker said he wouldn't – or
0: no, T. Martin said he wouldn't tell kids to come on visits. Because he didn't want them to see the old Kentucky. That's the old Kentucky. This is the The new Kentucky. After Kentucky beats Mississippi State, it will be a third straight sellout at Kroger Field for the Tennessee game. A night kickoff. We're not not looking ahead, Freddie, but I just wanted people to know that it is going to be a night kickoff. It's going to be a raucous atmosphere at Kroger Field here in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not looking ahead. I'm not looking ahead at bowl projections of the Peach Bowl yeah. or the Citrus Bowl. <laughs> but how rat, l- rat poison. I'm not looking ahead,
3: <laughs> but I need tickets. if one has them. I forgot to buy them. For the sellout for Tizzy.
0: Yeah. Franco doesn't has, has any. We
3: got family and friends rolling in deep. I think I could fill a section with Frank, Franklin, friends and family. We oh my gosh! And, yeah, I do too. And and my dad will be wearing the most orange you've ever seen, <laughs> and I'm gonna sit next to him and just yell at him the whole game.
0: And
1: you forgot to get tickets.
3: I did. We'll work it out. <laughs> it's going to be a beatdown.
1: Yeah. Is it already a sellout, is it? Oh, it's sold yeah. out like I'm a not used to UK sellouts. It's this allowed. is new. And
0: it's it sold out, too, like weeks and weeks in advance, not the week of. I so had a friend
2: call me and seriously, 100% sincerely, asked me if I could get him five tickets. <laughs> <laughs> no. The cheapest ones <laughs> on StubHub are over $100.
0: That's up top. I do appreciate that in our line of work that people just assume that yeah. we can get tickets. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I don't, don't even get them, to them for myself. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I would love to get tickets yeah. too. I
2: don't go to the games. I watch them from home. So Ma- I, I give them out of way.
0: Now, Max, I'm sure he's just rolling in the tickets. Just pin it deep. You have all your groupies. Oh, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I
1: just hand them out at the games. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky enough that I normally – I don't really like it. I like to be amongst the people. But I do get to uh, partake in the sweet life at – Oh, oh. oh in cash. There we go. I,
3: I like Max. Just shows up to any gate around the stadium holding his Ray Guy Award, and that's his ticket. That's they're his like, oh ticket. Yeah, come on in, ticket sure. for
1: life. Well, and I've been able to. I've got the great um, thing where I can go on the field pre-game at um, the moment, can which just get has been up really up cool to go down there and just talk to the guys and that. That's nice. actually you awesome. You got the K Club
2: free ticket yet?
1: Uh, no. I've you get
2: a, you get a free ticket for life. You know that, right? Okay,
1: I did not. know Yeah, that. you do. Okay. It was the K-5. So go. get
2: one for the Tennessee game, give it to me, and you can go do <laughs> whatever with, with your sweets that you do. You, you get one for free and get the one, and you can buy the one next to it, but you, you automatically get one free forever.
1: There you go. That's pretty awesome. Well, now I might stay in Lexington See? forever. Then. UCLA yeah. wouldn't have done that. Nah. Memphis wouldn't have done that. Nah. UCLA so, don't even sell. Them. I saw their games, <laughs> too. They were not sold out for sure. So this is—I uh, I
0: know that Drew, you've discussed it a little bit with uh, Matt Jones. I'm sure you've discussed it someone in Penn at Deep Max, but I haven't personally talked to you since you were pl- trying to play catch-up on Friday night in Athens. All in all, how? how oh. I, I'm curious how the first KS road trip lived up
1: to your expectations. I'm not sure I had any expectations to be honest, but um, that's probably a good thing. Uh, it was good. Um, we hit the over we were saying for u-turns by about a hundred uh and then he matt tried to argue we literally u-turned and matt tried to argue that it wasn't a u-turn yeah i count one it more and- literally a u-turn um i don't know why, why he <laughs> thought it wasn't he's like that wasn't a u-turn it's like well we went in the shape of a u and went back to where we were coming from so i don't know what you call that but okay but um no it was it was interesting the I didn't enjoy the music that much. Yeah, um, me, yeah. and, me and Drew didn't get a say in what gets played on the radio. Um, and uh, the route we took was not direct. No, um, no. Yeah. So, but it, the funniest part of the whole trip actually was coming back and we stopped at the Chinese restaurant on the way back and did a show live from the Chinese restaurant. And the lady in the Chinese restaurant that was picking up her food to go just started like almost an all-in brawl with the people that were working there about Ooh. her food. And we pretty much had to stop the show because they were just shouting so loud. I um,
2: Did Matt tell you about the crater in Middlesbrough?
1: Oh, he saw the crater. He saw the crater. I saw the chain rock. Yeah. The yeah. floodgates. Yeah. The chain floodgates. rock's great. Did you see the floodgates in Pineville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw it all. It was unbelievable. We went to Middlesbrough yeah. High School. That was cool. It was it, like a history lesson of yeah. Eastern
3: Kentucky. Then he learned a little bit about Daniel Boone crossing over the Cumberland Have you ever Gap? seen the Six Million Dollar Man?
1: Uh no, but that they I've be, I was told that story because he's from uh, Millsboro, right? Yeah, yeah. Matt
3: yeah. denies it, and Max has already told the story. But when we passed the Matt Jones sign, Matt almost missed it and locked up the brakes <laughs> so we could. I thought we were gonna run through. He took it.
1: both his hands <laughs> off the steering wheel to double point at the sign, <laughs> and as he was moving his left hand across to double point, I think he hit the steering wheel. And we veered off, and then he had to pull it back. But he made sure he pointed <laughs> at the sign. Did you
2: see the Macy Moore sign?
1: Uh, no, but I've heard it's spelt wrong. It's spelt wrong. Yeah. What? what? M-A-C-Y. What's
2: what's crazy – well, How did they? As you go into Bell
1: <laughs> County. <laughs> yeah.
2: What's crazy,
3: that's been there for years now, and they've acknowledged that it's misspelled but not lifted a finger to fix it. Yeah.
0: My favorite sign is actually not in that county. It's when you're going into whatever county Barberville's in. Knox. Uh, Knox. And I'm pretty sure there's like a – Miss Little Teen, or not even, it's like a, it's like a little beauty pageant queen, like Little Miss Kentucky 2014 mm-hmm. one. That's the one that I really appreciate because like that's she's a, that's she's gonna be up there forever. Yeah. Listen, Eastern Kentucky is
3: proud of their notable residents. I think all the counties have welcome. I, to I just always hated
0: that because in city of Louisville, like you don't. There's so much happening there. You don't yeah. get the cool signs. You Diane's know? Louisville, and Muhammad's Louisville. It, I don't know if we'll ever get Roush's. No, Louisville. we don't. No, exactly. We don't get the little home of the. No, no. It's. But don't give up. One day. One day. One day
1: I'll, I'll get my Ball County up is there. really
2: cool in Danville.
1: See, I'd like to go to Ball County because of Jack Jackson plays there. Obviously, yeah. he's kicking and he's coming in the next. I would like to go out. Do they there. have a
2: neat sign because they've won a gazillion state championships. So, and so really is Danville well. High School. So two schools. So there's two competing giant, ones. Yeah the I, real title I, town. I yeah. would
0: hope that it's almost like the Tim Couch jersey for the Browns where they just kept adding to the bottom. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, it's they just like start
3: eventually hanging paper off the bottom of the stadium. It's a neat stadium, writing. too. You'd like it
2: there. Okay. Yeah. Danville's, Danville's a cool little city. Okay. Yeah. Danville's a lot like Starkville, right? Uh, I've always told them to, to college, Danville. College town kind of thing. Well, deal. I'm
1: all in on Middlesbrough this year because I went to Middlesbrough yeah. High School. So, I'm hoping they're still undefeated, are they? Yes, they are. Very good. But Very they're,
2: good. they're not going to get past the LCA. It's yeah, all right. LCA is good. Yeah.
1: Certified good. Um,
0: speaking of good.
2: It's a cool town, though.
0: You know what else is good? What?
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging got, on the edge of my I, seat. You,
0: you guys tell me. I, I thought I had a segue there oh. or something, but I kind of uh, uh,
3: – You know what I mean, else I'll is tell you good? what was good. Kentucky opening as a dog. That was good.
1: Oh, to the Bulldogs! To the Bulldogs! It uh, took two hours for like, an, or even an hour for us to become favorites. So the money must have just been piled on.
3: Yeah, I, 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 you know, I live in Kentucky. We don't get to gamble here. You go to hell. So I have to go through channels. <laughs> um, I have to go through like Costa Rica with Bitcoin and some shadiness, and it, it, they just weren't up. And by the time I get to it, it'll be minus five. Yeah, I wish I, I could have had some of that though.
1: I don't know what the what the how this podcast operates in terms of being overconfident, whether you're allowed to be or not. But oh, I always God, feel please. like I'm on the podcast. I'm not playing, so who cares? Yeah, we should win this game by like 28. Oh, that that much? Yeah, that
0: would be a cover. See, Max on me. I'm I'm. This game worries me
1: though, no. and it's it's not for. But I came at the perfect time. We're playing good. We're a really good football team. We'll win by like 21, 28. Okay, okay. So counterpoint, Kentucky
0: is. Four and one off the last five bye weeks um, under Mark Stoops, but one and four against the spread. Okay. So, he wins, but he wins close. They don't always play clean. Kentucky has not. Kentucky's won in Athens more recently. They've won in Starkville. That
1: place is just a nightmare. The law, the law of averages would suggest that it's time then, right? Okay. Now, the law true, of averages true. might
0: also true say, theory. too, that Mississippi State has lost some one score games. Kentucky's won a lot of – one score games. Maybe the ball
1: is going to bounce the other way. No. <laughs> I, th- I think we're gonna honestly going to sp- like murder him. I'm, the Tennessee game will be close, but this game will be over at halftime.
3: This is coming from a guy who was just at the facility, facility this morning. I was. I mean, that's true. He
1: would he know, would know more
3: than us. When we gave our predictions to start the year, I was very confident in season. I think I had nine and three, which at the time was, I think, very confident. But now it's this looking was, cowardice. This was one of the three.
0: This was so a, one I've had too. this.
3: One. I've been worried about this one since before the season
0: began. F- Freddie, now you weigh in. How are you feeling going into this game? I know you were very adamant last year going into the Mississippi State game. You were ready to shut up the air raid in Kentucky. Shut up the air raid. Yeah. Now
2: this air raid's better than last year's. Yes. Yeah. Um. I, I want to see. I want to see improvement at corner I, uh, at the top of routes. I want to see. That that, that that doesn't concern me, but that, that is a thought of how the corners are going to compete out there because Mississippi State gets such wide splits in alignment. That, that, that is something I want to see. And then reestablishing a run game. This against one of the best better, uh, you know, ranked third in the SEC, only giving up 93 yards. This is a game Kentucky has to get right on the ground. That's also a crowd that if you you turn the football over can go from really loud to really annoyingly loud. Uh, So, you know, I I think Kentucky is a better team than Mississippi State.
1: And Mississippi State struggle. Like they play really well and leech teams play really well against bad teams. And then when they play good teams, it goes the other way. They get blown. That's why I'm pretty confident about us because I think we are a good team. And historically, his teams don't play well against good teams. You yeah, know, the, 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 the
2: Alabama game was telling for me.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean uh, Alabama smacked yeah,
2: them. Yeah, Alabama beat them. Well, could have beat them about a hundred. Yeah. The, the yeah. thing
0: too about their rushing stat, like, because I saw that rush defense number, and I was like, man, that's really good. But then you look at the teams they played, and the only team that runs the ball well out of anybody they played, Texas A&M had a buck fifty on the ground, yeah. and Isaiah Sp- or. Uh, Spiller had you know 100 yards rushing against yeah. him. Cause now,
2: Lu- yeah, Louisiana Tech is not is not going to be dedicated to the run. No. Memphis, North Carolina State's a run. that. That in my opinion, that's the game that that would concern me is beating North Carolina State 24-10. North Carolina State's not bad. So
0: whoa, that's the nicest thing I think you've ever said about an ACC. football Yeah, they're team. not bad.
2: they but but then you know lose to Memphis. Even though it was weird, crazy. Yeah. But losing to Memphis, barely beating Louisiana Tech, you don't know which uh, Mississippi State team you're going to get. Right, right. And if, if things go bad in the air raid early, it goes bad for four quarters. It's, it's really rare, you know, that you see them circle back around and, and, and do things. But with, with that offense, you're never out of a game. Yeah. Per se. And, and it's just uh, – but I do, I do think Kentucky's a better team and Kentucky should win the football game, yes. Uh,
0: that's where – my only thing. So, I will I – will, the first quarter's going to tell a lot about this game for me, Max. Because Kentucky, if you come out looking ready to play – and Stoops has at least insisted that, you know, it's, it's been all gas. Well, 100% be ready. At practice. So, yeah. if they can come out and start fast like they have in, I think, every game except the Chattanooga game – then I'll feel a lot better. I'll, I'll, I'll be able to exhale some. But those damn cowbells, they just – it's a nightmare. It's just a nightmare. And I hope Kentucky does not walk into a nightmare because right now we are
1: – everything well, is in front of us. I feel super confident too because Chris Rodriguez had his worst game of his life against Georgia and he's had two weeks to think about it. Oh, gosh. And, like, you just wouldn't want to be the linebacker standing in his way. <laughs> feel, especially on the first run because I know Chris has been thinking about that for two weeks. Um, oh, and man. he's just—he's a beast. So there's no way that teams are going to keep him down for two weeks. Man, love this confidence from Max. It's what we needed. I, I love it. Both but of us are just. Well, it's—it's not—it's
3: we're, we're, not the teams or the people on the field. It's just some places are hard to win, it's and there's Starkville. a reason it's been since 2008. I mean, because Uggies had some good teams and some teams that should have won down there. But there's just something – it must be because they're sleeping on beds with bed bugs the night before, and there's nothing to do. And then you get out and see all those miserable people tailgating. Oh, and
1: gosh. then the cowbells. It is the worst just, hotel to stay at. See? <laughs> yeah. You you
3: stay like 45 minutes away. Yeah. I think they take them out to eat at Walmart. I mean <laughs>
2: – Where did you all stay?
1: Uh, I can't remember. Tupelo? But it's like you normally stay in like really nice hotels, and then in Mississippi State you're in like a – I don't know. I don't want to – count any places that you can you can discount people. all of them um, I don't know yeah, we like stayed the same place yeah. it was, it, it's, it's like terrible. the ones you yeah. walk Call straight outside the of the
3: parking lot from your room is one of those <laughs> like a motel
1: yeah and the beds <laughs> yeah, have, yeah, haven't the been <laughs> made from since the prior guests were in there yeah the, yeah. Roo- the
2: rooms op- the door opens to the outside uh, it, so that's a motel, motel motels where we yeah, stay yeah, yeah. you probably
1: the, do the walk through in the parking lot because they don't have a conference room yeah. well it's better than the Southern Miss walk through that they had to do in the strip joint
3: it was a strip mine. It was an old strip mine. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: yeah, yeah. That's,
0: you, you know, yeah. Hattiesburg's finest. No, Hattiesburg's another finest. thing
2: to point out, Charles Cross is a SEC lineman of the week, left tackle. That's that's going to be, get the Josh Paschal matchup. That, that's going to be a good matchup on Saturday. If Kentucky can't create a pass rush at nose and a defensive tackle, Rodgers will have all day. And then if he does that, if that happens – you're going to have to start blitzing somewhere, somehow. When you do that, that's how Mississippi State can hurt you on those crossing routes if you have to go to man coverage. So, the pass rush is going to be key with the three organic defensive linemen.
0: Kentucky's got to time up their shots wisely. And then time them up wisely and make sure you don't get hurt on the blitz, yeah. Man, it'd be nice if we could see Will Levis time up some bombs too, wisely. I'm
3: almost more confident in that defense, though, going down there. I know it's the air raid and we've touched on it, but, I mean – They've given up like nine points to that team uh, in Lexington the last couple of years. Was it two last year and seven before that? Yeah. These guys know how to shut them down. They didn't do it last time to Starkville. That's when Sawyer Smith and we had a banged up quarterback. Yeah. But I think this defense is not afraid of whatever's going to come out, and they're going to have a good game. And it
1: would have been a shutout last year had it not been for an errant a long snapper just throwing That's true. It 50 miles. That was my a head. great kick, by the way, out of the end zone. Oh, the little toe poke? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You gave gave it a ride. Yeah, no, I was happy with that one for sure. I was actually kicking it at Cole Kubelik because he was down there and I missed him. (laughs) I like Cole. I like him, but I was just trying to hit him because I thought that'd be funny.
2: What was going through your head when that
1: happened? When they threw it over my head? Yeah. um, I was like...
2: I forgot that was Max. (laughs) First first I was like,
1: wow, uh, thanks for that, Cade. And then I had a quick glance to see if they were all coming in on me and when I realized they were just a little bit off, I was like, thankfully I've got time to kick this through. But I knew the rule that... It was really close because the ball actually sat up on me a little bit. I knew the rule that I had to kick it through from in the end zone because if I kick that from the one-yard line, they can take the ball from the one-yard line. Gosh, that's cr- I didn't that, know that rule. That's a dumb rule because I'm pretty yeah. sure in the pros, you, if, if you can kick it from anywhere. And It's fine. Then we had to do the kick after safety. Uh-huh. And we had, for some strange reason, so that was obviously my third year playing, for some weird reason and perfect fate, the first time we had ever, ever, ever practiced kickoff after safety was the Tuesday of that week. <laughs> ever. And like the, of the three years, that was the first time we did it. And um, I think it was Coach Summerall was running it or something, and he's like, hey, we're never going to need to use this probably, but we, I just was thinking about today, and we should probably do it in case we get a safety <laughs> ever. So let's just do it. He's like, do you want to do it or you want a chance to kick off? And I'm like, no, I'll do it. Give it to me. He's like, all right, we practice it one time. So we just ran through (laughs) it so they could do the timing up. And then uh, that week we get a safety. And it's like, oh, wow, okay, well, we know what we're doing now at least. That's why
3: Summerall's a good coach. He knew. He knew what was coming. He had a feeling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man. And I'm glad
0: you've got a good feeling going into this game, Max. We need all the good vibes going into Starkville. It's the worst place in the Southeastern Conference. In the world. And we'll make it an even better place if Kentucky can escape with a win, we Max. Thanks for joining us, thanks filling for him in for me. Charles. He's Can't he's be having out a wedding on a shaking. Monday. I know, like, dude is always at weddings. Can't get over it. But, Freddie, Drew, it's been fun. Listeners, you all are the best. Thanks for subscribing. Don't forget to listen to Luke Fortner and Penit Deep with Max and Miles. They got new guests every week, so subscribe to their podcast. It's not as good as Eleven Personnel, but it's 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 okay. It's all right. Um, hey, we'll be back next week with more KSR football podcasts. Go cats beat state.
1: And peep the technique.